Hey, good morning and welcome to Breakthrough Walls. I'm Ken Walls and I'm your host. And I have a very, very special guest on today. Um, a guy from Toronto, Canada, um, Nikki Billu. So stay with us. We'll be right back. And here we are. I want to welcome my buddy Nikki to the show. Nikki, welcome. Ken, man, it's an honor to be here. Wow, that is an awesome intro video. I was thinking, dang, I gotta get me one of those. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I have a guy. I have everybody's got a guy. I, got a guy. I, have, I have a guy out in Vegas that uh, is incredible. He created that. He's he's talented. So thank you for that. Nikki, I, I created this show about two and a half years ago um, to, I, honestly, it was probably a little bit selfish, <laughs> um, but, but you know, it, I, I created the show to help people have a breakthrough in life. Um, at the time, I was feeling a bit stuck in some areas, and dude, after interviewing 250 plus people, I, I feel like I've gotten unstuck. <laughs> But, but you know, that's what this is about because I don't think that you can go through life and not experience problems, challenges, right? So um, that's what it's about. It's about your story. It's about what you, the challenges you faced and, and, and how you got through them and busted through. And I know I, I met you through our buddy, Mark Victor Hansen. And, and Crystal, couple of just amazing human beings. All couple, yeah, really. They good are. And and you did a um, a summit. I, I I don't remember the exact name of the summit. Yeah, the summit was called Your Finest Hour. Your that's it. Your finest yeah. hour. Let me see. Uh, and you guys had. What's that? I'm gonna see if I can grab the uh, the printed workbook, but keep talking while you while you ah. while you're doing that. So so you guys had some. I mean, you and Mark Victor Hansen and Crystal Hansen and and um, oh uh, Candace Owens and you had some amazing people on the show or the, the speaky speak at the summit, the virtual summit. Um, and you know, I just tell that you're, yeah, there it is. There it is. Um, it was amazing. Um, so I could just tell that you're a guy that, that makes things happen. And, and so I've been looking forward to having you on the show, but let's start with telling everybody where you were born and raised. Um, I was born in Iran, in Tehran, Iran. I'm, I'm actually a, an ethnic Christian, a, Sur a Syrian Christian. And, um, you know, I am so grateful uh, for where I was born. It's a phenomenal country and the people are incredible. But uh, there was a revolution there back in uh, 1979, 80. And uh, when that revolution kind of uh, was complete, the 
form of government change. The government there had been a monarchy, a pro-Western monarchy, and it turned into a, uh, a radical um, kind of Islamic republic. And if you were not a Muslim, and were as Christians were not Muslims, it just life became tougher. I mean, it wasn't like ISIS or anything like that, but it just became tougher. And so my parents decided that they wanted us to live in a different environment. So they brought us to the West. We ended up settling in Canada. And I'm so grateful every single day for what my mom and dad did to bring us here. My late father in particular had a vision for us to live here. He was an entrepreneur. And his proudest boast was that he got to feed 51 families, ours and 50 of his employees. Wow. And his entire life, this man was a stand for free enterprise, for entrepreneurship. And I am so grateful to get to live in the free West, which is one of the reasons that I'm so passionate about this form of government and about making sure that freedom of speech, you know, and all the beautiful things in the United States Constitution, you know, the Bill of Rights are preserved. It's extremely important to me that that happens because let's face it, if, if, if we lose that in America, there's nowhere else for the rest of us to go. So I'm a champion for free enterprise. I'm a champion for freedom. And I'm very, very grateful to be here with you and talking about these issues, man. Yeah. So, you know, I have a friend who's a dentist here in, in um, central Ohio from Iran and, and um, he, he's a Christian as well. And, and he's actually in the ministry and, and he was telling me, I forget exact this. It's been years since I've seen him actually, but he was telling me that he can't, he does it, but he can't really go back to Iran to see like his parents are buried there. Or, and he's like, man, if, if they catch me, <laughs> it's, 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 it's game over is basically what he said. So I can't imagine that. Like, I don't well, think that's, most that's people- not on my situation. Like, you know, we're not, there's no danger to me if I go back to Iran per se, it's not like that. The government there is not as radical as, you know, these, these other organizations in these other countries, but it's still pretty radical. Yeah. And uh, it's not a free country. Let's, let's face it. It's not a free country. If you speak out against the government, you're in trouble. Yeah. If you take action against the government, you're in real trouble. And, uh, you know, that's why I love living in the West. You know, you get to say whatever you want about your rulers and you're not going to get thrown in jail. I mean, look in the United States, so many people are demonstrating against President Trump and, yeah. and they're not, their lives aren't at risk. Their businesses aren't at risk. You know, their families aren't at risk. Right. It's a wonderful thing. And in Canada, I mean, so many of us protest against the prime minister, Trudeau, and same, our lives aren't at risk, our businesses aren't at risk. And it's important that we keep that alive, in my opinion. Like, we need to educate the next generation so they understand what freedom is, yeah. you know, why, why civics are important, why freedom of speech is important, and the current fad about, oh, no, 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 you're offending me and whatnot. That, that's just really a, a, a thin veneer of politeness <laughs> over Marxism and fascism, in my opinion. Uh, yeah. The great George Carlin, one of the greatest comedians of all time, said political yeah. correctness is fascism with manners. But that um, that those that that veneer of manners is wearing thin. So it's it's very yeah. important that we stand up for freedom and we uh, make sure that the, those who want to take it away from us don't get to. I think that everybody, not everybody, but man, there's a lot of people looking for reasons to be offended today. They they really are. It's crazy. Well, there's plenty of things that offend me, but I mean, does that mean people don't get to say them? No, they get to say them. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> right. That's my problem that I'm offended, right? And there's plenty of things that offend me. And if, if I wrap myself in virtue, then, you know, 
I deny other people their humanity and they have their humanity and I have mine. They have their flaws and I have mine. They have their greatness and I have mine. And that's important for all of us to remember. That's what freedom's all about. Yeah. Understanding and respecting greatness. And look, there's so many people that goes, oh, there's so much bad about our Western society. Yeah, but compared to everywhere else, it's so phenomenal. Right. So phenomenal. Sure, you can look at the history of, of, uh, of the West and say oh, there was you know, racism here. There was an exploitation. There's no denying that that happened. But you know what? The greatness of the West is the West can look at that and self-correct. And that's yep. what the West has done and is continuing to do. And that must be acknowledged. These people who are telling us that is not to be acknowledged, they are part of the problem. You got to acknowledge the greatness of the West and the fact that it does self-correct and people here give you an opportunity to get better and be better. Look, I'm a I'm an Iranian from the Middle East. I'm I'm a you know a light brown guy. I'm not a white guy, right? And I I have a business. I have a podcast. Um, I've been accepted in, into my community, my society. Trust me that this would not happen outside of the West. <laughs> so so okay. What how how old were you when you moved here, or were you? I was um, 13 years old when we left uh, the Middle East, and I was oh. just shy of 15 when we got to Canada. We were in Greece for two years in Europe. Wow. Wow. Okay. So um, somebody's already saying thank you. And, I, man, see, I can, I can feel your passion about this. I love it. So, so, you, you, were, so you remember being there then? Of course. Absolutely. 100%. You have yeah, like was, was an idyllic childhood. I had a wonderful childhood. Was there any like, um, was there any insanity that happened over there, or was it like there was a revolution? There was a ton of insanity. There were <laughs> demonstrations in the streets every day. There was pitched battles being fought between demonstrators and government forces. People were would be would be killed on both sides when the revolution uh, was successful. They started rounding up people from the old regime and, and shooting them, just shooting them, hanging them from cranes. Um, wow. You know, there was a war with Iraq. I left before the war with Iraq, but absolutely. Revolutions, man, are intense things. You know, the, the only good revolution in history was probably the American Revolution. All the rest of them led to more tyranny. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, so you got to Canada and because I, I can hear a Canadian accent, just a, a slight one. My wife's from Erie, PA, and I always joke with her and say, you're kind of Canadian, really. Did <laughs> she say A? <laughs> yeah. No, she doesn't say A, but she's, she's got some, uh, some other little nuances. But um, so, so you got to Canada. I can't, I, so in the middle of a revolution and I, I have other friends that are from Iran that, that, you know, talk about bombs dropping around, around them all the yeah. time. And like, yeah. you know, I had a, I had a Molotov cocktail through, thrown through my family's window. It didn't explode. It had a note that said die Christian scum. So it was oh that, my kind God. Of thing, that kind of thing happened. Wow. Wow. It's life. Just don't 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 let it happen here. You guys got to be careful, man. Just don't let it happen here. Yeah. Wow. So so you um you got to Canada. You were you said fifteen when when you got there, or just shy of fifteen. Just shy of fifteen. Yeah. 
So you ended up going to high school, I guess they call it there. Did you end up in college? Yeah, I went to University of Toronto, uh, and then I went to uh, the States for my master's. I went to Georgetown U in Washington, D.C. Wow. Uh, phenomenal, phenomenal school. I got to study with um, uh, Dr. Madeleine Albright, who ended up becoming Secretary of State, although I, I didn't agree with her politics. She was a, a left-winger. But uh, I also studied with Dr. Chuck Crocker, who worked as Undersecretary of State for uh, South uh, West Africa under President Reagan. Uh, Ambassador David Newsom was one of my uh, teachers. He was um, acting Secretary of State under President Carter. Um, I had um, Dr. Neil C. Livingston. God, I wish I could get a hold of him. Uh, one of the world's foremost experts on terrorism. He taught a course on terrorism, and I, and I took that course. It was wow. a phenomenal course. He, he ran for governor in Montana. He didn't make it, but he's, he's, he's quite the character. Uh, it was an incredible time to be in Washington, D.C. and to learn and to get to visit all the beautiful monuments. Uh, you know, I was at the Lincoln Memorial, the Jefferson Memorial, Washington Memorial, uh, just just yeah, the Vietnam War Veterans Memorial is, to me, the most haunting and beautiful memorial in the world. The Iwo Jima Monument just across the uh, the uh, the river in uh, in Alexandria. Yeah, uh, it's just just stunning, man. Stunning stuff. Wow. Uh, it just brought it all to me. Wow. I mean, it's the land of the free and the home of the brave. It's it's monuments just evoke certain power, certain emotions. Just incredible stuff. What was your so what was your major in college? What what did you I studied economics and business and political science okay. uh, as an undergraduate. So I had a Bachelor of Commerce, they called it, but with the majors in economics and poli sci as well. And then at Georgetown, you know, I was at the School of Foreign Service and I studied something they called international business diplomacy. So I studied politics, I studied uh, international business, I studied trade, diplomacy, all that stuff. Wow. Yeah, I was, yeah. I was fortunate I got to graduate near the top of my class. I had a magna cum laude, 385 GPA. So wow. So you're smart too. I'm smart as all get out, brother. <laughs> <laughs> I already knew that. So, so. When you, um, when you finish with college, what, I mean, at some point you had to earn an income, I would imagine. Right. So what, what did you, what did you do after, after well, college? When I came back, there was a recession. So I wasn't able to land the dream job. A lot of my, uh, Hey Larry, a lot of my uh, colleagues got to, it took me about a year, almost a year and a half to, to land a dream type job. And that was in the world of telecommunication. There's a company in, in Canada called Unitel. They were the first competitor to the long distance monopoly. And I worked there for just over, uh, just over God, four years, four and a half years. And then after that, I, I, I moved on to what was my favorite job working for someone else, working for a, a, um, a cell phone company called Clarinet PCS. And now I was, I was just there for a year, but man, it was, it was like being in Silicon Valley. It was incredible. It was quite the ride. I got to make some phenomenal friendships. I learned a lot. It, I grew a lot. And then after that, my, my father had a uh, trading company and he asked me, Hey, come, come to the Middle East and come be a part of this. So I did. And um, it was a culture shock for me to go back to the Middle East so yeah. the problem for me was that, you know, I was now a Westerner, right? I'd been yeah. here for 16 years. It wasn't quite the same. <laughs> Plus, uh, the price of oil tanked 
So uh, the business disappeared. So I came back. I was just there for a few months and I came back and I went back into telecom pretty much right away. I was with another company for about a year and a bit. And then I had an opportunity to go into a, a, a dot com type company in IT security in uh, 90, in 2000. I went with those guys and that was a fantastic ride. I got, I got promoted. I got into sales and that company went belly up. It was called Jaws Securities, Jaws Technologies. Okay. And it went up just days before 9-11. And uh, it was quite the time I was lost, you know, once again. <laughs> and, and you were living in the Middle East? No, I came back after two months, man. I didn't stay in the Middle East. I came back to Canada. So all this was in Canada. I got uh, you. So and, and what was your position in these companies? Were you? I was in sales and I okay. was, I'd, I'd become a director of sales and, and that sort of thing. I, I was gonna say, man, there's there's no way you're not in sales. <laughs> yeah, no, no, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So after that, um, you know, I was fortunate. I did well, um, and then uh, after uh, that company went bankrupt, I went back to one of the companies I'd been with, uh, and I just worked with them for six months. But it wasn't what I wanted to do. It was in a sales type role again, and I, and after six months of that, we mutually left. And then I, 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 I met the woman that I married uh, through Landmark. It was quite incredible. Uh, it was a heck of a story. Uh, and then shortly after that, I, I, I just floundered my way into business for myself. I, I started to become a personal trainer because I was very much into fitness. I did some consulting. The training stuff worked. I became one of the top trainers in Canada. I worked with a couple of Olympic gold medalists, Mark McCoy and Donovan Bailey. And Mark McCoy actually wrote the forward to... Uh, this book, Finish Line Thinking, How to Think and Win Like a Champion. And this is uh, a forward that he wrote for me, which is lovely. He's an Olympic wow. gold medalist. Uh, and he said some lovely things about me. Um, uh, you know, married. I was in, in the fitness world. And wow. then my marriage broke up. Um, and that was a rough time because I was, at the time, blindsided. I didn't know it was coming. And, you know, in retrospect... I was one of many clueless men. There's so many of us men that are clueless these days. And it's not really our fault because, you know, the world is not teaching men how to be men anymore. It's, it's kind of almost a crime to walk around and be a man. Yeah. Um, and, you know, the, um, the truth of the matter is that um, uh, I, I just didn't know. And I, I messed up with her. Uh, I had a son who was really sick and uh, she was freaked out. And I didn't know how to, how to deal with her being freaked out. Just didn't know how to deal with it. And yeah. so I got freaked out, but I covered it up by being tough. And it, it just, you know, unfortunately, this happens with a sick child. Our son was, he almost died twice. Wow. Um, yeah, it was rough. It was once at two months, once at 18 months. It was awful. Wow. Um, he, uh, he made it, uh, but our marriage didn't. And, um, and I, when my marriage broke up, I went into a really dark place. And what brought me out of it was some great mentors, men in particular. Uh, there was a man named Owen Williams who I worked with. And Owen coaches men. And I, I was part of a men's group with him. And then I joined another men's group. And just being around men taught me how to be a man again. You know, taught me how to be a man. I taught me all the stuff that I messed up with. Yeah. And so, you know, eventually I let go of my anger toward her. And I forgave her. And she forgave me. We have a very good relationship right now. Uh, and, you know, I've got a new woman in my life. And uh, my current lady, 
and my ex and my kids, we went on vacation together a couple years ago. It was pretty cool. And we'll, we'll do it again wow. at some point. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> wow. Um, I know. Where, where, so where do, where do helping men who are going through this? So, you know, if, if people are listening to your show, and this isn't something I officially say I do, but I do it. I've got this program. I call it Make Your Life Great Again. And if your lady has left you and you're a father with kids under 18 in the last six to 12 months, and you're a business owner, and you are not dealing with it well, you need to like talk to me. You really do, because I will make your life great again, because you deserve to have that happen. And your kids do. And frankly, you're, even your lady does. Maybe you'll get back together. Maybe you won't. But no man should be you know, suffering because he just doesn't know. He's lost. He doesn't know how to get through it. And the pain that men go through is awful. And uh, they got to learn how to how to get through it powerfully. And they got to learn how to, how to win their divorce, not, not, not get killed. And by win their divorce, I don't mean destroy their ex, not at all. But I mean, right. also don't get walked all over and lose everything you've worked hard for. Because too many men just, they go into that space and that's exactly what happens. And we don't want that to happen. You need to have the wherewithal emotionally as well as financially to be able to take care of yourself and your family going forward. Yeah. Wow. That's awesome. So, um, where, where Joe says that's impressive and bizarre. There's nothing bizarre about it, man. There's nothing bizarre about it. There's still love there. You know, we have children together. It's for the kids, but it's also because I don't hate her. I, I love her and I want to see her be happy. And, you know, if we could all be together, it's a good example for the children. I'm not angry with her. We had fun. I mean, I was with my lady. She was, you know, she has a guy now too. She didn't come with him, but yeah. she got to hang out with the kids. We got to do fun things. What's bizarre about it? Where the do you go? Is that people are living, continue to live in hatred. That's what I think is bizarre. Yeah. Where, where, where do people from Toronto go on vacation? Miami? Somewhere warm. <laughs> <laughs> right. Wintertime, right. somewhere warm. In the summertime, yeah. we stay in Canada. It's pretty great. Yeah. So, um, so um, is this recommended program a landmark? No, no, it's it's my own. This is like you're talking about what I do for men. Absolutely not. It's my own. Landmark's great. I recommend everybody do the landmark form at least once in their life. But what I'm talking about is if somebody's a father and their wife has kicked them to the curb in the last six to twelve months and they're a business owner, I'm talking about make your life great again. I, I borrowed that from President Trump. Make America great again. But yeah. I think it's great. Make your life great again. That is a Nikki Billu special program. You have to apply. I have to speak to you. I have to vet you and believe that you're a good person and you're serious. And then maybe I'll let you uh, pay me a, a whack of money and work with me. But it's not a program that's advertised out there. I don't think I will be advertising it at any point in time. But I'm yeah. a champion for men. And if a man, I, how I've ever helped a man is a man like you, Ken, has called me privately and said, look, my buddy is in trouble. Could you talk to him? That's how it always goes. Got it. So it's a refer referred type has thing. To be, man. Has to be. I don't want some dude yeah. that I don't know. Who the hell knows if he's for real? Right, right. Yeah. So so you um I, I want to go back to and you. it's not my main business. I want to be clear. It's just yeah. something I do. But yeah. I charge. I charge because I should get paid. Everyone should get paid. It's an exchange Absolutely. of energy. But I also charge so they take it seriously, and that's the most important piece. They right. pay nothing, they'll, they'll value it at nothing. Amen. I had yeah. this conversation yesterday. So, so 
with with you were in sales with these companies yeah. and and you ended up in your own business what was the business you started well i i uh, got into the fitness field as i said i worked with these olympic gold medalists we had a program we were going to sell but there was infighting between partners that's been a theme that's happened a couple more times in my life since then yeah and uh, then when I went through my divorce, yeah, no, no, it wasn't a gym. It was okay, a, I got it. Program. I did fitness coaching and whatnot. Got but it. But once I got divorced, I wanted out of that because I wanted to do something that would take up more of my, uh, more of my abilities, more of my skills. I felt like it wasn't enough just training people, man. I had yeah. a lot more to give than just say do five more, four more, three more. Yeah, yeah. So, that's so when I started doing um, coaching for entrepreneurs. That's what this book it. was all about. I told you, right? Yeah. So I started to work with, with a lot of entrepreneurs doing one-on-one -on -one coaching, show them how to think like an Olympic gold medalist, like a champion and bring that into their business and kick some butt. Yeah. I had some great success with that. Then one of my last client, fitness clients said uh, to me one day, I was talking to him and I said, you're pretty smart. We should do a mastermind together. He says, that's a great idea. Let's call it E-Circle and let's charge for it. And I'm like, okay. So we started it and we had these round tables of business owners and we were really successful with that, but then we plateaued. And he said, look, I got a, I got a better idea. Let's bring in um, the whole concept of thought leadership. Uh, it's about men who've been hurt. A woman says no more, good for you finishing it. Thanks. So, um, you know, what happened is that uh, this, this program on thought leadership in, in Australia is called the Thought Leaders Business School, incredible, incredible company. And they have put in 13, 1400 people through that program right now. Over half of them have gotten to making a half a million to two and a half million a year. That's insane. Yeah. And then of the remaining half, like over 60% are making 250 to 500K. Ken, in That's North awesome. America, nobody who offers programs to help people make money has a success rate higher than 10%. Nobody, not one person. You name them, they could be the biggest names in the industry. They're lucky if they have one to 5%. Yeah. I'm being generous when I say 10%, okay? Yeah. I'm being generous. Their yeah. programs are sizzle. They're lovely. I get a lot out of doing them, but they're sizzle. These guys give you steak, baby, steak. And I'm like, okay, I want to know more. So we brought it here to North America. And I'll tell you what, we show people how to figure out what their expertise in life is, how to position themselves as a thought leader, as a go-to person with that expertise, and then take that expertise and thought leadership, turn it into a message that solves a particular problem for a particular group of people, and then go out there and pitch it. And the thought leadership, as Matt Church and Thought Leaders Business School created it, is you don't just stick with this one thing. You keep going, taking your various pieces of expertise and creating more of what he calls clusters, right? Right. So I'll show you what a cluster is, bro. This will blow your mind. This is some this is some high level stuff, man. Nobody's got this. None of this top guys you and I know they don't have this. And you know, and it, and it's 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 because this is the best stuff in the world. That's a cluster. Okay, cluster is a marriage of a message, a market, and a mode of delivery. And as a thought leader. Over a six of a, over a three-year period, you want to launch basically twelve clusters, six of which are successful, three of which are ultra successful, and that's a million-dollar-a-year business. That's as any thought leader.
Like a guy like a Ken Walls, as an example, who's already got some stuff figured out. If you go through this process, you probably get you to not just a million a year, but to two and a half, three, four, five million a year. And you probably will have maybe three mega clusters. And well, this, what if what if I can't afford that kind of a pay cut? Nice. Nice. <laughs> nice. But most That's folks, awesome, dude. Most folks, they do the same old crap everybody tells them to do. And okay, you need a personal brand. Okay, that's great. What the hell does that even mean? You yeah. need a message. Yeah, yeah. Everybody needs a message. What does that mean? You can't just create that and pretend and then just start pitching it. There's no depth to it. Right. This this thought leadership stuff, brother, there's a depth to this. You learn by doing we, we teach this some of this stuff ourselves as well by creating intellectual property. This is some well thought out intellectual property. Wow. We have you create 52 of these per area of expertise. We have you dig up between four and nine areas of expertise. Like you develop this, you're legit. You're not yeah. just some dude going, hey, no, 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 look at me. I'm so great. I'll print you. I'll do this. All that's BS. It's BS. And you know it in your heart. Even if you make a lot of money from it, you know you're not delivering the goods for the people. You know it. Yeah. And it's BS to pretend otherwise. Yeah. BS. Because it's about making somebody else rich, but it's not about making your clients win. And we, man, I like to get you paid. When yeah. you get paid, I'm already getting paid. I'm, I'm taken care of. Because, you know, right. coming to my programs, I don't charge a ridiculously stupid small amount. I charge large. Right. But the return people get on it is insane. That's awesome, that's, man. That's Ken. One of the reasons I'm excited to talk to Ken Walls is because you got people who are going to look at this and go, who is this dude? Who is this crazy guy from the Middle East? And I want them to hear sizzle sellers versus steak sellers. Yeah. You know, I want them to hear, oh my God, there's a way to do this where the chances of success are 85%, not one to 5%. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and I'm I'm also hopeful that Ken is going to go. Oh my God, why don't I know about this? <laughs> you know, like, right. you know, and then obviously all the other things. I mean, like you and I spoke last time, and uh, you know, we, you've been very gracious to say I'm going to connect you with a few guys, and I'm saying I'm gonna, I want to do the same and all that. But at the end of the day, everybody here was put on this earth by the Lord our God with a purpose, a mighty purpose, something deep laid in their heart, and they are not achieving it. They are like stuck. They are put down. This world we're living in is not allowing people to be their best. And my my mission, man, is to show them what that greatness is that's inside of them. Pull that sucker out. And once they pull that sucker out to like actually be able to go out there and help other people and make a yeah. lot of money. Because you should help a lot of people and you should make a lot of money. Amen. I agree. It's what I teach too. So, so what got you into this what was it what was the you know because this is about helping not just business owners but people in general get unstuck in life and and i know you know i was talking to my buddy glenn morshower the other night we were talking and and uh, on our show with scott mccain and 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 this thing where people settle in life for maybe 12 or 15 bucks an hour or 20 bucks an hour and they feel like you know or whatever the the number is but they they hit that 
that that unconscious ceiling and they stay there and they never never expand never I, I don't know what it is. What do you think keeps people stuck there that they don't spread their wings and really fly and, and experience the greatness that you're talking about that I talk about? Honestly, man, we are living in a, in a time, uh, hello, uh, where people are not being fed truth. Like the messages from the culture and the society are all negative. The media is the worst. I mean, you want to you want to be successful, you want a shot of ambition. Go on a news diet, man. Yeah. Go on a freaking news diet. And if people spend three four hours a day listening to people like you and I talk versus listening to the news media, man, like that'll help them be more successful. That'll light the fire of ambition in them. But if they don't, they're done because the world is telling you stay in your lane. Stay in your lane is the horrible message who the hell gets to tell you what your lane is right you got to tell yourself what your lane is you know yep. what i mean um and that only comes from the journey of self-discovery and self-exploration wow and where do they start well you know i think that everybody should read books and listen to podcasts that's a great place to start yeah, I mean, I've got my books, you know, you can go pick up finish line thinking. And then on my website, I'm actually my newest book. I'm offering it as a free download. If they go to ecircleacademy.com forward TLJ for thought leaders journey, um, that they can get this book for free and read it. That's a good start. Say, then, say the website again. I'm going to put it up on screen. Ecircleacademy.com forward slash T-L-J. Got it. So they can do that. I've got this master class. It's an hour long. It's on the website. They can just go, you know, watch watch free webinar, I think it says there. Hello, Carly Lambro. And uh, Carly Lembo, I'm sorry. Yeah. And they can take that and they can watch that and it'll just give them a blueprint for how to how to create their business. And if they're in business already and they want some help and they're stuck a little bit, you can go on my website and just click on the button that says book us a success call. And those are, those are free. I offer them for nothing. Basically you fill out an application form. And as long as you got a legitimate business and you do some stuff for people, I'll, I'll walk you through uh, understanding what, what's not working. And I'll, I'll give you a bit of a blueprint on how you can go forward and, and, that calls free. There's no obligation. You know, if you, if you, uh, if you want more help and, and I feel it's a fit, I'll might tell you about one of my programs, but it's a free call and, and you should take advantage of it. You should take advantage of these. And I got a podcast called the thought leaders journey. I brought people like Mark Victor Hansen on. I brought people like Jack Canfield, Ken Blanchard, Marie Forleo, you know, lots of great people listen. I mean, this show is a fantastic show. People ought to listen to it. That's what's going to give people the ability to go out there and and win, you got to surround yourself with positivity. You got to fill your head with positivity. If you're filling your head with negativity, I've fallen into the trap of listening to the goddamn media way too much. Excuse my language. I, I apologize for that. But right. it's terrible. It's terrible. It destroys your thinking, man. And I, I'm doing my darndest to stay away from it. And the more I stay away from it, the better I feel. Honestly. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't do it. I, I haven't, I haven't watched a newscast for 12 years Good man. and I won't, I hate it. I, I just, 
<clears throat> look, I, I believe what Einstein said that, you know, everything is energy in motion and, and, and we're energy. We're, we're not, we're not the, this, this flesh we're, we're spiritual energy and, and man, it's the whole guy go principle, right? Yeah. Garbage in garbage out. Amen, man. Amen. I, I can't, I can't handle that stuff. So I agree with you a thousand percent. So, so with, with, um, this coaching business, you, you have, um, obviously done well. I mean, if you're connecting with people like Mark and Jack Canfield and Marie Foley, I mean, she's amazing. I watched her at, um, oh my gosh, she was on, um, on stage at Grant Cardone's event. She was phenomenal, phenomenal. Absolutely incredible. So what, how did you make these contacts? How did you make these connections? Honestly, man, I love people and it's part of my superpower, you know, is I love connecting with people and all that good stuff. So I just go talk to people. I introduce myself and meet them. You know, like I, I knew Raymond Aaron, he, he was introduced to me by somebody. He ended up becoming a client. I was a client of his wow. as well. Um, then he introduced me to Jack. He introduced me to Mark Victor Hansen. He introduced me to, because of him, I got to meet Joe Vitale and Robin Sharma and like Raymond has been phenomenal for me. That, that's been one really, really great contact, but everybody, you know, can meet. So look, I met you through Mark Victor Hansen and, yeah. you know, you said, Hey, Nikki, I think I can connect you with Jeffrey Ginnimer, have him come on your podcast for the new book. I'm like in the book you're writing with him. I said, awesome. Let's do it, man. I love Jeffrey Ginnimer and his work. You know, guys, we all promise you, I won't insult him. <laughs> I mean, it's, <laughs> it's just, I know you won't, but you know, that sort of thing. And, um, I also believe you gotta you gotta ask, but you also gotta give, man. Like Ivan Meisner from BNI has this phrase he calls "givers gain," right? Yeah. I mean, when you and I are done this morning, I'm gonna ask you. I'm gonna say, "Look, Ken, what can I do for you? Who do, who do you need to meet?" Yeah. And and if it's in my power to do it, I'll look through my phone. I'll make it happen, right? Yeah. And that's the way. Like the more yeah. you you give, the more you're gonna be given to. It's the law of the universe. That is such an important principle. I really, I would really love to hear you expand on that because that's how I've built my network and, and is giving. And, and I think people need to understand that because, and, and here's, here's the problem. And, and I know you've been here. <clears throat> we have bills to pay and, and you may be short on funds, right? And, and, but the bills are still there and, and people get to this place of, I, I have nothing to give. Right. And, and I think that a lot of people get there where they feel like they don't really have anything to give and it may not even need to be something financial that they, that they, that they're giving. I, have you been there where you're like, I, I don't really have a lot of money right now, but I need to, I need to give. Yeah, man. Lots. Lots. Yeah. <laughs> Look, listen, right, right, right now, man. Um, you know, our business is doing decently, but our yeah. business isn't where it was pre pandemic. Right. Yeah. Um, and, uh, we, uh, we had a great start to 2020. Like it, we roared out of the gate and the pandemic just kind of like, made us slow down 
So for me, this isn't the greatest time in the history of my business. It's not the worst, but it's not the greatest either. So right now I'm looking for opportunities to give. And when I have conversations with folks like yourself, the first thing that I say to them is, hey, how are you? Who are you? How can I help you? Who can I introduce you to? That's my standard line. Who can I introduce you to? It doesn't cost any money to do that. And Ken, if you if you look through uh, uh, you know your own soul and your own heart, and you go, okay, I really need to meet this kind of person today. Yeah. And as long as you give that to me sincerely, I'm sure I know someone like that, hundred percent. Yeah. And maybe you'll say to me, I've looked at your podcast list. I want to meet Joe Vitali as an example. I don't know. I'll go, okay, I'll send an email to. To Joe, and I'll say to Joe, Joe, I've got a really great guy with a really great podcast. Yeah. Would you, uh, would you, uh, you know, would you like to meet him? He wants to meet you. He wants to bring you on his show, and that—that's what I'll do. It's like that yeah. simple, right? And whatever it takes, it's so simple to 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 ask that question. It's so simple to give of yourself. You know, connecting two people together is a beautiful thing. It is. It it truly is. So. What do you what do you think the number one thing is that keeps people stuck from expanding in their life? Just fear, man. Fear and not taking that first step. What what can they do to, to get past it? Well, I think you know all the things we've been talking about, right? Fill your head with positivity and get rid of the negativity. And like I, I got some daily rituals I do. Like I, I had a strong workout this morning. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be journaling today as well. Yeah. Um, it's important. Call people every day, ask them how you can be helpful to them. I think that's a good start. Yeah. About having some virtual coffees until you can have real ones. Amen. I agree with that too. What, what do you have to, to, what do you have to say to anyone watching right now that, you know, I, look, I, I've told this story before, Nikki, I, one of the worst days of my life was I had an employee walk into my office and go, Hey, uh, boss, there's a, there's a guy looking in the windows of your SUV out in the parking lot. And I go, well, tell him to get the hell out of here. <laughs> he goes, I would, but he's blocking it with his tow truck. And I'm like, Oh no, this is not good. He was there to repo my car and I couldn't convince him otherwise. And so, you know, when you're looking around and it's like, it feels like your entire world is crumbling around you, you know, maybe, maybe somebody's electrics getting shut off tomorrow or, you know, and I've been there where you just feel like all hope is gone. What? what do you, how do you help somebody? If they called you and, and said, all that's happening right now, how do you help them get over that hump? Well, the first thing I tell them is, Hey man, it's tough and you got to deal with it. And you know, you got to deal with whatever that situation is. Yeah. You got to deal with it. There's no getting around it. Don't put your head in the sand. Yeah. And then the next thing I tell them is make sure you call somebody in your world. And ask them how you can help them. Because that's what God says. That's what Jesus Christ says. If you put the attention on you and your problems, they're just going to get bigger. If you put your attention on serving somebody else, your problems are going to get smaller. 
I love that, dude. I love that. That's beautiful. Thank you. Nikki, I, I don't know. I, you're filled with a lot of wisdom, man. I, where's the best place for everybody to follow you? So there's a couple places. One is like the eCircleAcademy.com website, you know, is a great place to go and all the free resources that are there to you know, book the call and watch the program and download the, 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 the book and use that link as well for downloading the book. I think that's all great. But I've got this, this uh, other website called um, a 360 site. It's N-I-C-K-Y-360.com. And if people take advantage of that, they can go on there and find out about me and everything I do. So my podcast is there. How to get in touch with me is there. All that good stuff is there. N-I-C-K-Y-360.com. Nikki360.com. That right there. Yeah, that's it. That's the best way to get a hold of me. But honestly, I'll say this to you. If you're a business owner right now, and you're stuck, and you're a legitimate business owner, okay? Like, I mean, you got a business, and you're stuck for whatever reason. I suggest you go to that eCircleAcademy.com website. Go to that book of success call. Click on it. Book the call. Fill out the form. And let's talk. And especially if you're, like, service-driven, you know, thought leader, entrepreneur, speaker, that kind of guy, Ken Walls type of person, you really need to do that and watch that free masterclass because that's going to change your life. You want to learn about how to be a thought leader and stop going to all these sizzle sellers and start coming to Nikki Billu and grab some stick. Let's eat some stick. That's what you should do. Love it, man. I love it. Nikki, thank you for being on, man. I appreciate you. I, 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 I know. I, I think, I think your phone has rang a couple of times, hasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, anyway, dude, I, I really appreciate you coming on everybody. Make sure you go over to Nikki360.com and, and check him out. Is all your social media links, are they all on there too? Yeah, they're all on there. They're all on there. Make sure you listen to, uh, listen to the podcast. It'll be fun for you and keep listening to the great Ken walls and dude, I breaking through walls, man. This what a great name, man. I love it. I love it. My wife, I can't take credit, man. My wife. I told her I was going to start a show. She goes, "What? that's her right there, Jill. And, and I, I said, I'm going to start a show. And she says, well, what are you going to call it? And I said, I don't know, Getting Unstuck. And she goes, why wouldn't you use her, your last name and call it Breakthrough Walls? That's so good. So good. <laughs> smart woman. Smart woman. <laughs> very, very smart. So, Nikki, thank you so much, man. I appreciate you. Um, everybody make sure you go over and follow Nikki, check out Nikki360.com, go to the ecircleacademy.com forward slash TLJ. He has free resources over there, free download of his book. Show him the book one more time. The, yeah. the, the thought leader's journey. That's awesome. So you can download that for free over there. That is awesome. Nikki, hang with me for a second. I'm going to end the live stream. Thank you, guys. Thank you to everyone who shared this out as well. I appreciate that. You guys have an awesome day, and we will see you later.